the Boys of Tech with Edwin Herman and friends. Welcome to the show. This is the Boys of Tech, New Zealand's longest running tech podcast. This is episode 351 for the week commencing Monday, the 28th of September, 2014. I'm Edwin Herman, and I'm pleased to introduce my two co-hosts, Ben Sonko and Kim Farah. Thanks, Ed. Hey, it's good to have you both. It's been a while since we've had three of us on the podcast at once. Hmm. But here we are. Yeah. <laughs> nothing, nothing to add to that. <laughs> nothing to add, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> what was that, Kim? Can we all speak at once? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right, look, uh, I, to be honest, I, I had a look at the uh, tech stories throughout the week and there wasn't really a great deal that jumped out at me. However, there was a story we covered last week about uh, Ahmed Mohammed, the kid who allegedly built this clock and brought it to school and then the teacher thought it was a bomb and called the police and he was handcuffed and taken away and eventually it turned out that, yeah, okay, it was a clock. And then uh, companies like Facebook and uh, important people like Barack Obama reached out to him. So anyway, the latest on this is that Richard Dawkins has come out questioning, effectively suggesting that this kid was a, a fraud, that he never built the thing from the start and that perhaps what he had done is simply taken apart a clock, taken the, the internals out and put it in a in a box and took that to school. Which is, a, I so think, a, a weird comment to make. Yeah, that's what I was like. Is, is there, does he have basis for this? Well, this is exactly, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's made him say that. But I, I think that it's weird in two ways for me. Um, one, kind of what you said, like, does what he knows? Was he there? Or maybe he does have information that we don't have. I don't know. But it's kind of weird. And then the other level is he's missing the point. The whole point of that story was the, uh, I guess, a suggestion that because of the the boy's background, his name, the part of the world that he, you know, of the ethnic group he belongs to, that it was immediately assumed it was a bomb. And that was kind of like the the sort of the background. I guess you could almost say it was really the elephant in the room, but that's what kind of what was behind bubbling behind that story so i think richard dawkins has kind of missed the point on that one i think so and like i say i don't know how you would possibly know you know it's very weird yeah it's (laughs) the whole thing's bizarre really but he is making an interesting point if it is if he hasn't like if he said that he's made this thing because he's a tech genius and he's not he's just pulled apart a clock i mean that's a valid point like um the the clock should be sort of should be a part of it, and if he if he's claiming that he's something that he's not, then that should also be part of the story. Well, I, I think it's a, it's part of it, but it it certainly doesn't detract. I, I think from a teacher thinking it was a bomb, being told it wasn't a bomb, and insisting it was a bomb and calling the police. There, there is still that thread, regardless of whether it was. I mean, if he had said, "I I, I just um pulled out uh, the innards of a clock that I bought and put it in a box," say he did that and said that. 
I think the same result would have ensued. The teacher would have known the same. I don't think he would have had the same attention from tech industry and from the president and from from all of that. I don't think he would have had the same reaction if that's what he said. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. I, I, I see where you're going with that. Mm. So if, if that was a premeditated move to get the attention, then, you know, that's interesting. It's an interesting thing. It's, a, it's another component to the story. Yeah, I guess. Um, and good on, good on um, Dawkins for not even caring about that side of the story and just being interested in the technology. But I think that wasn't really the point of the story. I don't think. I think that the whole no, point. I, that's what I mean. He's taken, he's taken his own point of the story. He's he's seen what people are saying. He's ignored what they're saying, and he's focused on the bit that he's interested in. But is that because he's deliberately focused on on another bit, knowing about this original? if you like, uh, point of the story? Or was he simply, did the, the original point pass him by? Did he miss the point completely, is what I'm asking. Yeah, I mean, it would be interesting if he does actually know something that we don't know. And how he found that out, I don't know. Mm. Maybe he's Facebook friends with the 14-year-old, I don't know. <laughs> I'm waiting for, for you, Ben, with your tinfoil hat, to s- suggest that it was all part of a government plan anyway, or something. Well, it could have been. I mean, it could have been. The president's <laughs> getting involved. Um, uh, yeah. Have you got proof it's not? Oh, here we go. <laughs> no, I, I. you know the answer to that. No, I don't. <laughs> Uh, anyway, okay, all right, uh, moving on, two more stories. It's going to be a quick show this week. Two more stories, uh, Apple, both Apple stories, in fact. Uh, news out that the Apple Watch has saved someone's life. A guy by the name of Paul Howell had just finished a game of football, American football. I, I think we call it gridiron here, don't we? Is that right, yeah. guys? Yeah, cool. Mm. Back, I was waiting for you yeah. to back me up on that one. <laughs> <laughs> And you'll go like, no, what's what's Ed talking about? We don't really yeah. hear it called gridiron anymore. Used to be. Yeah. Generally just call it American football, I yeah, think. Yeah, I, I think I'd agree yeah. with yeah, 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 you're right. So anyway, um, um a guy by the name of Paul Hal had uh, just finished a game of football, American football, and he checked his heart rate with with his Apple Watch and two hours later it was still at one forty five beats per minute. He figured something's not right. He checked himself into the hospital, or he was taken into hospital, and sure enough, there was something uh, very wrong. He was uh, start, I think, in the early stages of organ failure. And because he detected it early, it saved his life. But, I mean, so if he had, if he had taken his heart rate with his fingers looking at a clock on the wall, would he have said that the clock on the wall saved his life? <laughs> <laughs> I like the angles you take on these stories, Ben. I admit, did he make it? And did he? Oh, did he make the heart rate monitor? <laughs> well, okay. Uh, I think because it's kind of like you know, the the watch didn't really do anything. No, all I know. it did I, is yeah, just report his heart rate. I assume he could feel that his heart was beating pretty fast. So he probably knew, oh, there's something not right. Enough that he looked at the the heart rate monitor on his watch. But he could so easily just measure your heart rate in the way that everybody else measures your heart rate. Oh, totally. Um, I, I straight guess, off a clock. So. Yeah, you're right. I guess I question, though, whether he would have done that. Well, Whereas, you know, I mean, if he's the fact he looked at his watch, I think he probably would have looked at a clock and done the same thing. Yeah, maybe. Um, maybe. So yeah. it, just, it seems like a weird spin on it, like. 
Yeah. Well, look, this is the media, of course. You know, there's stories all over the news now about this Apple Watch saving this guy's life. It's it's a little bit sensationalist, I agree. But I think that's kind of why the media's picked up on the, on the story and hence why we're talking about it because that's what we do on the show. We, we discuss uh, stories in the media. But you make a very good point, Ben. Did the clock, you know, if you used the clock on the wall, <laughs> would he have said that the, the clock saved his life? Ah, love it. Love it. I, this is the thing. Whenever uh, we get a story like this, and I think there's no other way that you can interpret the story, and then along comes Ben from, you know, Leftfield. <laughs> Boom. It seems so obvious to me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I kind of do like these stories, though, where if you take a step up from this, it's really, you know, the 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 presence or the prevalence, I should say, of technology certainly does help. It certainly makes people more aware of things, more information available, more quickly. And I like that. Yeah, they're more aware of things, definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean, technology is only... I guess this is a tech podcast, and so I shouldn't really be dissing technology, but technology is only as good as you use it. If you don't use it properly, then technology is rubbish. Oh, you're, you're completely right. I agree. With, I totally agree with you. And some technology is a complete waste of time. Doesn't it? Doesn't add any value. Doesn't save anything. Doesn't doesn't negate any tasks that would still need to be done. It just sits there and and fills a, a not even a niche, just a, a nothing almost. Just a yeah, a solution waiting for a problem. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, but then I guess you know the tablet was kind of that. And nobody thought anything of it, didn't see a use for it, and people found a use for it, and you can certainly argue it's pretty useful. But you know what? For, in that example, I think because I agree with you. When, when the iPad first came out, I thought, "What is this?" No, and I, yeah, I'll admit, I was a naysayer. I was like, I, "I can't really see a need for such a device." But I don't think that it's we created a need. I think there always was a need, but no one knew there was a need. If you understand what I'm saying, I don't, that's, I, 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 uh, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I, I'll tell you why I say that because when I look at the use cases for tablets, when I look at how people are using them and when and why and how, it's apparent to me observing that that it's completely uh, logical. If you like, it's not. It's not uh, using it for the sake of using it. In a lot of cases, mm, but what, could you argue that if? If it wasn't designed for that and it just happenstance that it turned into that thing, is it fair to say that it, there was no demand for it until it existed and then the fact that it existed led to the demand being created? That would be a fair statement, I think. In that if it wasn't created and nothing filled that demand, the demand wouldn't exist until the thing existed to then fill it. <laughs> And related, and related to that is, is is a need that no one knows about actually a need, and this is I think philosophy now. <laughs> the thing is, is like you would just use your like your laptop on your knee if you're just sitting at like in front of the TV or something like that. So it just means instead of using your laptop, you've just got something easier to carry around with you and stuff as well. Yeah, I know exactly. I mean, the thing is. You can take an argument as far as you want. You could say, well, you could always, let's say we're, we're looking up some information or something and, and you, you're on the couch, you grab your iPad and you go to Wikipedia and get the information. You could say, well, you can go to the set of encyclopedias over there. And of course, some people would say, well, what if that's not in there? Well, you can phone a friend or you can get the information at the library the next time. 
so I guess it comes to how far you you want to take an argument. I, I don't know. I think I think tablets now. I I, I think there really is a, a good use case or use cases for them. I mean, they kind of sit in the in the sort of the timeline of devices and and how they change, um, because you go from you know the big computers which give you all the processing power and the size and and all of that, but they're not very versatile. And then you go down yeah. to say cell phones which give you the the versatility but don't have the, the power yeah. to actually do mm-hmm. stuff. And then you go to laptops which again have the power but don't quite have that same portability that you can have. And then you go to tablets which are you know bigger than the phones. So they have a bit more usability as far as that. They have a bit more power in some regards to to do some things, but so it's sort of it's along that timeline of things getting smaller, but also being usable and powerful enough to actually maintain something. And you kind of wonder where we're going to get to. We're going mm. to get to effectively a, a, a small enough sort of phone device that can expand out and has the power to run, you know, what you'd want on a computer. Mm. There's a number of factors. I mean, you, you touched on a few of them: usability, portability, versatility, and power. And you know, if you can get all of them, that's, storage. that's mm. the holy grail, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. So, what what were we talking about? We we're talking about the uh, oh yeah, did the we Apple actually watch. get into the watch though? Apple think, watch. Did we start talking about it? Yes, we did. Because of the heart rate, of course. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, there's yeah, another right. Apple Watch story. Oh, there's, there's another one coming up, actually. You're right. Uh, but before we move on to the other one. Well, this isn't Apple... the Apple Watch podcast. <laughs> the, the, the official well, before... <laughs> Apple Watch podcast. Sponsored by Apple. Yeah, right. Now, uh, before we get on to that, uh, that other story, um, the other thing I was going to mention was uh, Tim Cook. When he found out about this guy, he reached out to him and said, Hello, my name is Tim Cook, CEO of Apple. And he, what did he offer him? He offered a, an internship at Apple. And yeah, a pocket phone, I think. And a, yeah, a new a new iPhone, wasn't it? Oh, no, Nokia. Oh, did you, is that what you said? I didn't catch what you said, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're trying to Nokia roll me. Uh, that's right. Yeah, everyone should have Nokia's. They're fantastic phones. Is it, uh, yeah, right. Okay, we can conclude from this that Ben has a Nokia phone. Or that Nokia is owned by Microsoft, and I'm being sarcastic. Oh, what phone do you have? Because don't you? I've, have... I've got a Nokia. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, right. You call but it. It was from before they were bought, so oh, it's not right. as bad as it could be. Okay. All right. So, shall we move on to the second Apple Watch story? So, someone has spotted an eagle-eyed viewer has spotted that on the uh, on one of the Apple support pages for the Apple Watch, there is a screenshot or a you know an image of the Apple Watch. And on the screen, there's a a little set of icons that go around the outside with two letters in each. The first one is NE, the second one is VE, the third one is RG, and it goes on. And someone spotted that those letters say, it'll spell out, never going to give you up. So I think Apple's been rickrolling us. What else are they used for? What else are what used for? So you've got all these letters. What do they represent other than spelling that out? Like, what 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 are they hiding? Like, I don't understand what they're there for. Well, okay, I, I think those those are friends. So it, the screenshot is at a friend, and those are the initials N E uh, V E. Uh, so all those are friends, and you can choose which friend to add into a, uh, whatever. I, I'm not entirely sure the context from the screenshot, but it looks like you're yeah, what, in. What what friends? 
What are you talking about? What friends? You, don't you get friends? <laughs> yeah, but what, what is what friend is any? What does that mean? What is that's the initials of oh. so so everyone had the same friends in their watch. What? Well, this is one person. This, no, this is, is one just, person. The, the, <laughs> This is one person's watch, no, this or this is, is everyone's watch. This is the. Why are you so confused? This is the example, if you like the, the the screenshot, if you like that they've put on their webpage. It could have been different letters, but they chose those ones. Oh, okay. So it doesn't turn up in the watch like that. Oh no, 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 no! It, it's a rickroll on the Apple support page, not on the phone. It's- <laughs> oh, Ben, this is too funny. Yeah, no, it doesn't turn up on the, the watch itself. Oh, so you'd have to have gone to their website to see this. Okay. Yes, it's on the support page for the Apple Apple Watch, yeah. But what list of friends in any device would be in the order of N-V-R-O-N-G-V-Y-U? Like, what alphabet's that? Yeah, um, that's like as soon as you see that, you're like, "What? What is this?" Well, maybe that's exactly what happened, and maybe that's why it's out because people thought mm, that isn't that's not alphabetical. That's odd. Ah, oh, look, it spells something. Never going to give you up. The line I was going to go down is uh, Kim. Would you like to admit to our listeners that you had to Google Rickroll? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I guess it's a good thing because it means you haven't been Rickrolled, or or maybe you have, but you haven't realised it. Yeah, you just I haven't have noticed been, it. Yeah. Although I, I must have, but I don't realise I have been. Well, you know, you've and been. I've never had it with Rick, Rick Ashley. I haven't. I've never clicked on it and had him come up. Oh, you've, oh okay. So you never. All right. Yeah, I, I have been Rickrolled a couple of times in the past. I must admit, it's a little bit old now, isn't it, Ben? Yeah, it was more of a sort of early two thousands, mid two thousands sort of. Yeah. Thing. It's a little bit passe now, but. Oh, I guess it crops up every now and again here and there, but yeah. So look, It'll come back into fashion, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Skinny jeans, flares, everything go, comes full cycle eventually. Yeah. All right, look, that's all I had. I don't know. I'm. I, it's a little bit – I was sort of scraping the bottom of the barrel there a little bit with these stories, but I don't suppose you, you haven't got to- a. You haven't got another Apple Watch story for us? Oh, we can do one more. Okay, the Apple Watch is... No, just joking. <laughs> I haven't got one. <laughs> I didn't mean to have two Apple Watch stories there. It's just, it's, they're just there. I mean, hey, you could have posted a, a Linux story for us. We haven't done a Linux story for a while. Does Linux, Linux still exist? Stories. Does Linux um, still yes, exist? Yes, it does. <laughs> it's still the dominant web server in the world. Still keeps things running. <laughs> uh, ben knows when I'm being facetious. All right. Uh, what does what does that mean? Yeah. Okay. You Google that then. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, I'm It'd be gonna, pretty cool if I got Rick rolled, Rick rolled while googling that. Actually, that <laughs> that would be very funny. Uh, I feel like Rick rolling you, you both of you right now. I think I might do that. All right. Here we go. I can hear him already in the background. Look, let's get out of here before uh, before he takes over. Kim, I want to thank you very much for co-hosting. Thank you. And likewise to Ben. Ciao, bro. All right, we'll do it again another time. Until then, have yourselves a fantastic week. That was episode 351. Thanks for joining us. See you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.